Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elimi Talks with your favorite host, Abdul. Today's guest is a phenomenal individual who I've known for over four years now within my network. He's a serial entrepreneur, a successful businessman to say the least. He dabbles in property, he trades the financial markets, he's also invested in art, and he's managed, he's actually established an estate agency firm of his own in the past as well. So he's the very definition of a serial entrepreneur. Now, I've managed to get just an hour of his time as he's a busy individual, as you guys can appreciate, but I have no doubt in my mind that he will be dropping a lot of gems. So I'm gonna need you guys to pay attention and make sure you're taking notes and listening to every single piece of information um, this gentleman intends to um, share with you guys. So without further ado, let's get active. Ish, thank you so much for taking your time to be here. Thank really you. appreciate your time. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. I'm good. very well. Thank good, you. Good, good, good. Ish, um, you know, I've, I've known you for four years now. You know, we go, you go some time back now. Uh, for the audience that you may not necessarily know who you are, do you mind giving them a brief introduction of who you are and what you do? Yeah, okay. So, obviously, um, my background has been uh, very much so involved in the property sector, as you already know, uh, for about what, 10 to 11 years. Uh, at the moment, I'm more so fixated on looking after my property portfolio that I've already got and obviously working within the uh, the financial sectors now within obviously foreign exchange. So I'm trading a hell of a lot more than I ever have done. Obviously due to the climate change, as you know, uh, it was always good to adapt and change uh, to ensure that you can you know continue to grow your incomes no matter what's happening out there. So, so you know, as you already know, I'm 31. It was recently my birthday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the, uh, the present that you got me. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, been uh, very much so just sticking to what I already know. And obviously, as time's gone on, I've been naturally been able to adapt and sort of go into some new ventures, which I've literally jumped in recently. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the income has grown, obviously, with the, with the financial sector. I've been able to invest in other things that I enjoy doing um, and admire and obviously been able to make a great deal of money with them as well. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And, you know, it's like, as they always say, the man the man at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. So, meaning you, you must have started from somewhere. <laughs> And uh, from someone looking from the outside in, you know, they just see the end results. Yeah. So for someone like yourself, who's obviously worked this way, what was the process like for you in terms of, you know, maybe <clears throat> your first property and getting your foot through the door? So I mean, if I, if we really go sort of like we dig back in regards to like what I actually started to do from a very early age was I watched my dad. Okay. My dad was self-employed. Uh, and he always said to me, never work for somebody, always work for yourself. You'll oh. get flexibility yeah. and you'll also be able to make money on your terms. So from a very early age, I was very much so interested in sort of doing things off my own back. Uh, I started off as a paperboy uh, very early on. Um, I done, uh, you know, I was a paperboy for the best part of four years. I got to the point where I was doing everyone's paper round in, in one day just to sort of triple uh, my income as yeah. there was three routes and I was able to do all three of them in, uh, you know, in every morning. Um, so very quickly, I went from that to uh, I set up a gardening um, business <clears throat> where I must have been around sort of uh, 15 years old um, and alongside, um, you know, my dad and also a few friends, I was very quickly knocking on doors and providing a service for a very easy £10, yeah. uh, which was just cut a few bushes mm -hmm. and, and cut the grass, usually typically in their front garden. Um, and then as time went on, I very quickly realized uh, when I did initially got, uh, you know, get my real first proper job, uh, which was as a, uh, an apprentice um, at Aldi, um, I very quickly realized that I don't want to work for somebody. And I 
don't literally like the hours that I was doing, let alone the pay that I was getting. As you can imagine, as an apprentice, yeah. you're typically on you know minimal wage. Um, there was <clears throat> some very, very difficult months I was working. You know, 50% of my salary was going to getting to work because it was so far from where I lived. Uh, and I very quickly realized that I literally just wasn't left with enough on my, um, you know, from my salary every single month. So I went down the route of um, leaving that job and becoming an estate agent. My dad always said to me, there's money in bricks and water. You should definitely look into getting into that industry. Without a shadow of doubt, I realized quite quickly that I enjoyed speaking um, and negotiating. And I genuinely had a passion into um, you know, talking to people about nice properties and uh, properties that I could potentially rent or sell. Um, after my first uh, sort of three years in the industry, uh, I managed to make in excess of 150000 every single year as a wow. net lettings negotiator. That really changed the game for me. I then decided um, to really have a look at my numbers. And I realized that <clears throat> I made, you know, the company that I was working for, you know, close to a million every single year. Yet I was getting, you know, this portion of money, which was then getting heavily taxed, as you can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Uh, I was on a 40% you know, tax bracket very early on you know, in my early 20s. Um, so at the age of 22, I decided to set up my own estate agents and go into the property world completely and utterly by myself. Um, and very quickly, I, you know, really pushed forward with um, speaking to a lot of new clients. And I just had a drive to do well. That is ultimately what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, make my family proud and obviously my dad and obviously my mum. Um, and obviously, as time went on, <clears throat> I genuinely wanted to do it for myself. And that's when things genuinely really, really changed. Because once you want to do something for yourself, you know, you've got all the reasons to sort of really move forward and actually get it done. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, you know, as you already know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I decided to look into the foreign exchange market. People were telling me that there's a great way of doing, you know, making money that way from the comfort of your own home, you know, from your phone. Um, and... I literally don't want to put a suit on anymore. You know, I was yeah. in a suit probably the best part of seven days a week, um, you know, dealing with, because obviously it was my own company. It was my traditional business running my estate agents. I really didn't know how to switch off. I was almost like an employee within my own company. Um, so obviously as time went on and I bought more properties and so forth, I started to have a bit more leverage, a bit more breathing space, which then gave me, you know, the ability to then go down the route of try something completely different. Yeah. So now, obviously, two just over two years in, in the, uh, the sort of foreign exchange market, things are very, very different. Um, I get to do this every single day, you know, be at home, be in the comfort of my own space, and be able to make as much money as I possibly want, you know, from the comfort of my own home or wherever I am, you know, ultimately. Which is what we're working for, you know, for time and money to combine. Combine, absolutely. Freedom. Freedom. Um, your, your story so far is just so, so enchanting about how you started off as an employee. Then obviously you went into a property and now it's for exchange. So for me that stands as an entrepreneur. So you've had the, you've been an entrepreneur from early. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have the misconception that you know it's just a lay. Some people see because they don't want they want to be the own boss, they want to be the own boss, but they don't know what is required to be an entrepreneur. So I feel like what is the entrepreneurial mindset? I mean resilience. Yeah. You need to have resilience. A lot of people uh, quit quite quickly. Okay, so they call it a day. They hand in the towel. We're as human beings, we're the first ones to give up on ourselves, okay? And um, I feel like a lot of people that sort of venture into the entrepreneurship sort of world and, you know, quite quickly realize that it's not for them because they don't necessarily have what it takes to get through. You've got to have thick skin. You've got to be able to, you know, deal with rejection. You've got to be able to, you know, work the, the crazy hours. I personally believe being an employee is easier 
than being an entrepreneur. But I also believe that being an entrepreneur is way more beneficial uh, and way more fruitful for anyone um, that actually wants to go down the route of putting whatever it takes into becoming an entrepreneur. I just feel that with everything going on around the world today and the way that we're so connected with the internet and social media, why wouldn't we be venturing out to do something, you know, for ourselves. It's not about working until we're in our late 70s to then, Absolutely. you know, to call it a day. It's ultimately about living life and on your terms on how you want to do things. So, you know, I strongly believe that, you know, resilience is definitely the key ingredient to become an entrepreneur. There's a lot of people that just lack that. And, um, and there's a lot of people that just don't necessarily have it in them. I don't know if it's their upbringing. I don't know if it's the, the people that they're surrounded with today. But my circle of friends today... You know, they're all very much so either made it or up and coming or doing very, very well yeah. all down the road of entrepreneurship, which naturally means that, you know, me being associated or rubbing shoulders with these people, then naturally I'm going to be that next person anyway. Yeah. And that's how it has been for a number of years now. Amazing, amazing. You mentioned earlier about the foreign exchange market. Um, you know, it's gotten a lot of publicity lately. Um, and I feel like people feel like it's an easy way to make money, you know, because you just sit your ass at home, just make money. Yeah. You've been in the game for about two years running now. Yeah. Could you share some more light and tell what, what the foreign exchange market <clears throat> is like and obviously the risks that come with it as well, as well as the rewards? Absolutely. I mean, look, here's the truth, okay? I didn't go into it completely blind. Um, I was almost, um, you know, I went down the route of actually getting actual education to learn it properly because, that yes, there was a lot of people saying that they lost a lot of money. Once again, these are just basic, um, you know, human, you know, errors, okay? There's a very sort of big sort of gambling taboo sort of theory on Forex. So a lot of people feel like it's gambling because you no one really knows what way the market is going. And, you know, to a certain, to a certain degree, I don't, disagree but i don't fully agree either simply because if you take the correct precautions and if you do it properly then there's no reason why you should be risking all of your money that you have and you can risk a very small amount for example you can enter a trade and say right i have decided that if this trade goes the wrong way i would like to take a five pound loss on this trade if for example it goes the wrong way you can schedule those in quite easily okay which then allows you to have multiple goes if a trade goes the wrong way and you don't blow all of your money. Um, at the same time, like I said, the training and the education side of things is very, very important. A lot of people want to make money quick. Yeah. So what they do is they like to skip out all the boring stuff, which is, you know, the process, which is the journey. Me personally, I love that stuff, right? I love the journey. I want to go through the grind. If it's not a challenge, it's not worth it. It's almost borderline, not exciting. So, you know, I went through the education. I put in the time. Um, it is a lot of time. I'm very much so. I, I'm on around sort of four to five hours sleep every single day. But that's just the way that I have now got my routine. Some people may say that's unhealthy. Some people say that's absolutely fine. Me personally, I feel great. I feel great. It's not something that I feel that is affecting me with my, you know, my everyday work or even being able to make an income. It's actually been absolutely fine. So, I mean, with trading, you know, can can you make money quickly? Yeah, you can. Right? Yeah, you can. It's it, it, you know, it's entirely up to you, right? If you jump in on a specific trade and you go the right way and you've you know managed to put the right amount of money in, then yeah, you're going to see a right result, 100%. The idea isn't to just make money. The idea is to make money consistently, week in, week out, yeah. month in, month out, so that you can then say this is my income, rather than oh yeah, that month once upon a time I made X amount of money, for example. 
And that, you know, lasted me for however many months, yeah. for example. And then now I'm trying to do it again, but I'm failing because I don't have that same luck that I once had a couple of months ago. And that's ultimately what it is. Absolutely. absolutely. And in order to give some more um, context, as well, so you get some insight in terms of what, what does a good month or good season look like in the, in the forex market? From your experience, all part figures, how what is a bad month? So, you know, they can both see the... See the ups and downs. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be very honest with you, look, the foreign exchange market is revenue in around 5.3 trillion US dollars every single 24 hours, okay? And that's just a foreign exchange. Cryptocurrency now is seven days a week. So I've got around a trillion cap at the moment. So the reality is there's a lot of people making a lot of money. The main market, uh, the main people that are making the money from the market at the moment are the banks, okay? They're making billions, okay, from the money that's in our bank accounts today. Hence why if you decided to go to the bank today and he said, hey, I'd like to withdraw all of my money in my bank account, they'll probably call you back to have an appointment with you in a day or two because they need to go get those funds to put back in the account to give you that cash because that money ultimately is being traded on a day-to-day basis. Some of the biggest banks in the world, you know, are the market movers. Um, but if, you know, to be very honest with you, I've had... You know, I've had some very, very great days, okay, where I've made, you know, typically without giving you an exact figure, but what someone in in theory in the city would make in a year, I've been able to make in 15 minutes before. Absolutely. And then there's been other days where I've been able to quite easily coast on making around anything up between 500 to 1,000 pounds on a day-to-day basis, okay? okay? Uh, A bad day would be you physically making no actual money and then making a specific loss. But once again, it goes back to the education. If you now set yourself a target to say, hey, look, listen, I'm about to do, you know, free trades, uh, you know, today. And if these free trades go the wrong way, this is how much I lose. You've got to then have the discipline to not then go back into the market and then wait again for your turn tomorrow. Okay. Because there has to be a lack of discipline in the trading market because quite quickly it will, you know, it will chew you up and spit you straight back out. But if you know what you're doing to a certain degree and you have the right education and the right advice, then anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. So again, it comes back to education and, you know, sort of learning. So for someone like yourself who's come from property and now in the (laughs) foreign exchange market, how, because it's safe to say you didn't know anything about it. No. How did you get educated? Uh, A good friend. Okay. So, I mean, I'll give you guys a very funny story. To be quite honest with you, uh, I had an employee that worked for me in my estate agents. Um, he was the type of person, very nice guy, very nice guy. Um, but he was someone that was asking for their salary for the month at the start of the month, right? Because he was financially very broke every single month, right? So, as a good boss, I'd like to consider myself quite a good person. You know, I was very quickly to you know give him his monthly salary upfront. And obviously make sure that he has a great month. However, this individual didn't quite perform that well, right? Uh, so sooner or later, I had to let him go. Um, and I did. And I, But I'd done it quite well. I let him go. On the same day, I lined him up with another job with someone that I knew. Um, and he managed to get, a, a, you know, start his new new job, you know, the very next day. So he literally felt no pain whatsoever. Like people like, no one, really, listen, happened. 100%. I feel like I wish somebody did that to yeah. me, yeah. you know, uh, going through what I went through at the start. But... Um, as time went on, we hadn't spoken in a very long time, and he was messaging me uh, consistently over a space of around nine months. And he was screenshotting the money that he was making from trading. And he kept sending me and sending me. And initially, I saw 
you know, 50 pounds. I saw, you know, a hundred pounds. I saw, you know, consistent days where he made 70 pounds, 80 pounds a day. And yeah, although it was nothing to be, uh, it wasn't a negative reflection on what he was doing, but I just wasn't interested in making, you know, 50 to 70 pounds a day. At the time, you know, I was running my estate agents. We were doing very, very well. Um, so it wasn't enough to really sort of excite me or satisfy me financially for me to really look at it closer. Um, and then he started sending me a thousand pounds, you know, two thousand pounds, three thousand pounds daily, every day. Now, once again, nothing, nothing wrong with this individual, but you know, he wasn't the, you know, the spot, you know, the, the brightest spark in the yeah. room. Um, you know, I, he, I actually found that he got let go of the other job that I gave him as well because <laughs> of his uh, well, timing, his punctuality yeah. uh, and his performance. Um, so once again, if, you know, that kind of gave me the um, sort of uh, sort of the wake up call to say, well, hold on a minute here. You know, we've got people like this that are making a couple of thousand pounds on a day to day basis. You know, only nine months ago he wasn't. But yeah. today he is. That's a decent income, you know, and now somebody that wasn't the brightest person. Uh, but quite quickly, you know, found his niche into what he likes doing simply because that's what motivates him. Okay. Um, so he got motivated doing what he was doing. Hence why he was getting the results that he was getting. So very quickly, I decided to, um, you know, to give it a go. It was called the, uh, the I am mastery Academy. Okay. Um, I got started with them, like I said, uh, back in February, 2019, and it's been really, really good. I like, I genuinely believe the way that the company is set up and the way that the education is delivered is genuinely genius, right? They do a thousand live hours every single month that allows anybody from all around the globe and 127 countries that they're based in to be able to jump in and watch them live and yeah. watch them trade live, which allows you to simply grab your phone and trade with them if you wish. And these are people that are, you know, been in the game for, you know, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years experience in trading. Yeah. And they're allowing you to jump in and trade with real stop losses, uh, with like real safety nets and real take profits where you can ultimately achieve the money that you want by copying, okay? And while you're copying, you're physically learning, yeah. uh, which allows you to, you know, start taking things off your own back. It took me, you know, a very short period of time um, to sort of go through those live calls that we did month in and month out to then start doing my own trades. And, you know, today obviously being really, really successful at it simply because I found what I like doing, which yeah. is, Making money from home, of course, of course. So now that you've, you know, you found your your success within this industry, are you now currently teaching other people, or are you sort of doing it solo at the moment? Uh, absolutely. So we are we are teaching other people simply because it's very straightforward. Okay, like I'll give you the you know the, the ultimatum here, right? Today, everybody, everybody could do with making some more money. It's not absolutely. whether they want to make it or not. Some people are like, oh, I've got no drive in making more money. Right, I understand you, but you still got to pay your rent, you still got to pay your mortgage, and your phone bill ain't going to pay itself, okay? These are some basic amenities that people are paying, let alone going down the route of council tax, gas, electric, you know, your water bills and so forth. You know, there's a lot of outlands. Now, we live here in the United Kingdom in London, but London's not even the only, you know, country or even city that has these type of prices. There are people all around the world that are struggling financially. And, you know, to be able to make anything between 50 to 100 pounds on a day-to-day -day basis trading is a very, you know, very, very doable task with the IM Mastery Academy. So for that reason and that reason only, that's additional anything between 1,000 and 2,000 pounds, for argument's sake, every month additional to somebody that wants to put in as little as half an hour or an hour into it simply by copying. So, yeah, we're building and we've got a team of 300 people strong so far. 
and we're growing every single day. And the reality is we can help anybody, anybody that is willing, we're willing to help them. It's that simple. But the academy does all the work. I'm just a person that will introduce them like, you know, like my friend did at the time. So such a mediator. Yeah, that's it. I'm a, I'm like a glorified tour guide. I'll, I'll literally <laughs> grab them in. I'll yeah. show them, you yeah. know, how the academy works. And ultimately, it's a self-launching business. They can do it themselves. It's very self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, it's very user-friendly. And for that reason, anybody can do it. I mean, we've got people from the age of 18 all the way to 80 wow. making money with this academy. Okay. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So going back to what I said, everybody could do with making more money. It's not about whether you want to do it. I never woke up one day and go, I can't wait to become you know, forex trader. That never happened, <laughs> yeah. right? That never happened. The, the truth of the matter is, is, you know, life, you know, we've got loved ones. We've got people that we care for. There's people that we want to spend more time with, but due to work and due to the fact of, you know, having to be in this system of this society of working, you know, a nine to five, because it's what's expected of you, you know, for 60 years or 50 years of your life or whatever it may be, you know, this is something that we've all been embedded from, you know, many, many years ago because our, you know, our fathers and our grandfathers and so forth and everyone did it, right? Yeah. So we've kind of fallen into that same sort of treadmill to then jump on that. The problem we've got is obviously a, you know, as time is going on, we've got obviously COVID uh, that has played a big part in what's happening around the world. There's a lot of people that I know that lost their jobs and a lot of people that are on, still on what we call furlough, right, which is them getting 80% of their basic salary uh, and them not needing to necessarily be at work. Um, but there's a lot of people that couldn't survive on 100% of their salary. Now that they're getting 80%, they're no better off. If anything, they're worse off. Now, those people, what do they do? What do they do? Alternative income. Absolutely. Some of them have got children. They've got families. Okay? And, you know, some people want to have a life to live. They want to be able to say, look, I want to go on these holidays or trips and treat my family and treat myself because we're only human at the end of the day. We need to keep our sanity. So for that reason and that reason only, I believe that everybody should do it. Whether you want to do it or not, it's not the point. It's the money that's going to allow you to have the freedom and to do the things that you enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah. Guys, for those of you who are interested in learning more about the foreign exchange market, um, this is um, um, contact details down in the description box below. Um, so um, echoing off what you previously said, so how do you sort of juggle the foreign exchange market with your other businesses or ventures you also have going on at the moment? So obviously with trading, you know, it's not something that I'm sitting on the computer. I'm looking at it every day consistently. Yeah. It's not like that. A lot of people believe that that's what it's got to be. It doesn't have to be that way. You can spend, you know, the best part of 15 minutes analyzing a specific market. You can enter your trade. Once you put your stop losses and you take profits in, you can let the trade run. Yeah. Like I have a few trades running right now. I don't need to look at it. I've already set everything the way I need to set it yeah. for it to run the way it's going to run. It's going to run its course. Now, um, in regards to the other things that I do, you know, the property side of things is very straightforward. My tenants are in their properties. They're paying me rent every single month. As and when there's an issue or a qualm, then of course I'll handle it. It's not a problem. Once again, we're dealing with third party, you know, contractors on a regular basis if we need any of them. Um, recently I've got into uh, buying paintings um, and they are now in museums uh, where you can do virtual tours. They earn me uh, a four and a half percent return. Um, every single month. Uh, so it's almost like a passive income from my pictures. Uh, and they have two valuations a year, which allows them to really be bumped up in price. So I've got a lovely sort of painting portfolio that I've been building up recently, literally because of the excess money that we've got coming from trading. Just diverse. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So as well as that, as well as clearing off mortgages and so forth from certain properties, it's literally allowing me to have more of a passive income, which means 
there'll come a point where whether I decide to, you know, lift a finger or not, there's a regular income coming in every single month or weekly or whatever it may be to ultimately live my life, you know, and do the things that I want to do. Yeah. So would you say your entrepreneurial mindset that you cultivated from an, from an early age has helped you get to where you are today in terms of, you know, how, for example, you started property, you delved into foraging, like, was it a mindset that made you feel like it's possible? Because some people may don't want to, people don't like change. Some people are like, mm, too risky, I don't want to do that. So would you say the mindset really helped you to get to where you are today? A hundred percent. I mean, you know, in the, in the time that, you know, I've been, um, you know, pushing myself to become better, okay, and push myself in these businesses, you know, I read a lot of books. I came across a lot of people and their biographies and how they did. You know, I've, I've, co- I've covered a sort of a lot of space in regards to personal development and how you're supposed to be uh, compared to the way that your, you know, your mind works, okay? And it is a lot of human psychology, to be quite honest with you, and it is a lot of, you know, what your desires and what your wants really are. Now, you've got to remember that some people like the idea of being successful and there's some people that cannot live without becoming successful. Mm-hmm. And it's about finding that, you know, that obsession of you wanting to become successful and wanting you to have that desire that will push you no matter what. And once again, it goes back to me saying resilience. You need that resilience to continue to go. It doesn't matter what's happening around the world. It doesn't really matter what's happening in your immediate household. You need to remember that business is business. And that this needs to run in order to be able to, you know, suffice in regards to your, you know, your monthly outgoings, yeah. your bills and so forth. And even if you've got any dependents that you're looking after, for yeah. example, any children, you've got to remember that, you know, you need to, you know, you need to be there for them financially, as well as obviously as a, as a father or mother figure. So, you know, yeah, the, the mindset is very straightforward. You know, you've, you've just got to be obsessed about doing it. You know, you have to be, like I said to you, some people just won't be. Yeah. Some people just won't be. And that's, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a real shame, to be honest with you. It really is. And I feel like maybe going back to the whole mindset, I feel like, which links to my next question about mentorship, because mentorship, I think, is very, very important. You know, you mentored me a few years ago, and I've really seen the impact on my life moving forward in terms of, like, I feel like everyone needs to have a mentor. Um, So in terms of yourself, like, you mentored me. Who is your mentor or who have you learned from? That's a good question. So there's, okay, so the way I see it, okay, is that there's never like one perfect mentor, okay? Um, The idea isn't to be just like somebody else. The idea is to take something from, uh, you know, the best values that you believe are the best values in somebody, take them and implement them into yourself. I can name you a whole range of people. You know, I like watching, you know, people like, you know, Gary Vernachuk, he's very much so the type of person that I like um, to sort of hear information from because he just gives it to you straight. Yeah. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He doesn't want to come to you with that sort of, oh, it, you know, make it nicer than it actually is. He told me that actually as well. That's how I am now because you're very direct and you're very... 100%. Part of the, you know, all that. So I learned that from you. I believe in that strongly because we're just too old. Yeah. You know, we, we get to the stage now where we're just like, I don't want to hear it because there's too many people that like to sugarcoat and there's too many people that like to talk a good game, right? But the reality is sometimes people just need to hear it as it is. Now, some people find it offensive, but other people will take that as good criticism and take that on board to make themselves better, right? So, you know, I, you know I, I'm a very sort of strong believer in watching people like Bob Proctor. He's a great mindset coach. He's somebody that has taught me a hell of a lot in regards to, you know, the way of thinking and obviously the law of attraction and so forth. These are great things that I've learned. 
from these great mentors. Yeah. But there's loads of them. There's loads of I mean, even the books that I read with like Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. I read that when I was around 21 years of age. I'm now 31. I've done that 10 years ago. I've probably read that book five times since. Okay, to be quite honest with you guys. Um, and I always refer back to those books, you know, because it wor- it works. Okay. It's like you stick into a specific regime. If you're going to stick to a specific regime, even the people that are the gym guys, obviously I'm not a big gym goer, yeah. right? However, people that go to the gym or people that, you know, have that monthly mem- membership coming out, a lot of them like the idea that they've got a membership to the gym, but they're not necessarily a member of the gym. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you really want to define what you're actually doing. If you've got a membership, right? to the gymnasium, for example, to the gym, you want to be there and you want to be doing what it necessarily takes to get, you know, that body or to be that, you know, fit and healthy for you to be able to live a long and prosperous life, right? But a lot of people don't like to do the work. And that's the problem with a lot of people, especially as time's going on, the generations, I mean, not to talk like I'm very, very old, I'm not. However, you know, I've already seen another generation you know, that are not willing to put in the work that would rather, you know, become very lazy uh, with just, you know, playing their consoles every single day. And, you know, their excuse is, well, other people are making money by playing these computer games on Twitter, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then when you ask them, what is that what you want to do? And the answer is no, I just want to play now with my friends. And once again, it goes down back to, you know, avoiding the question of what is it that you actually want to do, trying to figure out what is it that you want to do, right? So, and I feel like no one's ever going to know what they really want to do until they've got all the money that they need for them to be comfortable so they can make a real decision with a clear mind uh, and a clear head for them to be able to say, well, hold on a minute, I enjoy such as such, you know, or these hobbies or this is what I like to do now. Yeah, yeah. and I even, sorry to cut you off, but I even I'm finding that now. So as time's going on and things are getting more, you know, financially fruitful and things are becoming a lot more calm and a lot more relaxed, I'm now finding out what I enjoy to do, yeah. you know, and I can, you know, I can, I can go on that and I can enjoy myself more and enjoy life. Yeah, I know. That's very powerful. Um, and also in terms of the, the audience or the people out there who actually do want to take control of their life and want to seek for mentors, what, what would you recommend the best way for them to find mentors? For example... I met you at a business function or business seminar. You know? Yeah. The kind of life I live, I knew for a fact, without that business, I mean, you would not probably have not crossed paths. Yeah. So I thought, so what sort of the people were actually out there looking for a mentor? What, how do they need to position themselves or where do they need to be looking for that mentorship? I mean, I mean, look, to, to be quite honest with you, there is a lot online today. Obviously, we can't do you know, business seminars right now, obviously, yeah. due to the current situation. Uh, however, what we can do is we can go online. You know, you can go on Eventbrite, for example, and you could type in, you know, any type of business um, mentorship or or mentor, a coach uh, in the in the search bar, and you will find a load of free tickets on Eventbrite where people are giving their time uh, and giving their knowledge and you know taking on board that sort of mentorship role, right? At the same time, you know, you can jump on Instagram, for example, and do the same thing, right? They're all available. You can join Facebook groups today that just position themselves to give out the positive education and positive vibes and and ultimately sort of good ideas on what you can do to make more more money in regards to business, right? So there's a lot of portals today that anybody can get started in, right? Otherwise, it's about picking up a book, reading the book and finding out if that person 
is somebody that could potentially mentor you. Otherwise, you know, you can feel free to, you know, get in touch with me. I'll be more than happy to run through some very basic stuff yeah. with people all day long. I've got time like that. So, you know, that's something that I can do, not a problem at all. But otherwise, someone that wants to find a mentor, you want to find the kind of area, you know, in, you know, into what you want, what you want, you know, help on. You know, what is it that you need help on exactly? Some people feel like, oh, I need, I need a mentor. I'm like, well, what do you need it for? And they're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, well, then you haven't quite discovered what you want yet, right? So it's about discovering what you want first, and then you can then assign yourself to a get, uh, you know, a good mentor. And there's there's many of them, you know, there's many many mentors out there. Okay, amazing, amazing. And just the last few questions. So you know, you're you're you you run multiple businesses. You're successful in them as well. What's next, fish? What's next? Um, good question. So basically. Uh, I've got a, a good few ideas. So obviously um, I love food, right? So like most people, I do want to run a chain of Turkish restaurants, um, but I don't want to make it like your typical Turkish restaurant. I want to make it exclusively a lot better. Um, I know good food when I taste it. Um, and obviously with the range of restaurants that's out there today, there isn't really um, you know, much in regards to um, sort of good, wholesome you know, good, you know, good wholesome Turkish food. So I want to try and bring that into restaurants and have that distributed. Um, that's one of my avenues that I'm looking to go into. The next thing I'm looking to do is actually, um, you know, continue to focus on the, you know, on the Forex path. Uh, I want to grow the team from 300 that is today uh, to 70,000 strong. That's something that I want to do. Uh, my goal is to get that done by next end of next year. Um, so there's going to be a lot more content going out there. Um, and lastly, you know, I, I'll be honest with you guys, I want to I wanna go and become a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so I'm going to go down the route of um, probably setting something up um, in regards to maybe a YouTube channel, starting off there, and then working my way up. Once again, once I've got the money, I've got all the time. Once I've got the time, then obviously that's when you're inspired, you've got inspiration to look at loads of different things and for you to be able to speak about it. So obviously Netflix doesn't know yet, but yeah. they're going to be giving me a Netflix special <laughs> I definitely, I definitely really, really that. soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is what you said is powerful because I feel like, you know, not everyone has the luxury to sort of think the way you, you think or say what you just the way you can, you can feel like right now I can go and be a comedian because you have time and money which links back to the, you know, the point you made earlier about having an additional source of income. Um, so in closing, if what, what three advice, three pieces of advice would you give the audience out there who either are comfortable in where they are in their life or who are looking for something else? What, what three pieces of advice would you give them in closing? So three bits of advice that I would give somebody is um, definitely to find out what their reason why is. <clears throat> Your reason why it's going to ultimately make you move, okay? Um, a lot of people uh, say that their reason why, you know, is their family or their loved one or their children because they will never give up on those people, right? If you can figure out what your reason why is quite quickly, then you can never quit. And if you never quit, then you're only going to get to where you're going to get to a lot quicker because you're never going to quit, which means you're never going to stop. Yeah. So definitely identifying uh, what your reason why is, actually you know your purpose you know what you feel with you. and your why can change you know your, your reason why it can change as time goes on you know you might end up accomplishing that specific reason i remember when i first started in the game you know my reason why was my parents i wanted to make things better for them uh, and i know that if i made x amount of money i could do certain things to you know to ensure that could happen yeah. you know i'd like to think that we've accomplished that now 
Um, so now, obviously, my reason why I move forward, I now have a son, right? He's, you know, he's one and a half, you know, going to running around like a headless chicken. I want to be able to provide him with the best upbringing, but the most informative upbringing, something where he can have fun and have an abundance of money at the same time. So he doesn't have to worry about money, but I'm going to make him understand the value of money rather than just give it. So I'm not just going to gift it to him. You know, he's definitely going to be washing my cars as soon as he comes of age um, and probably Hoover the house as well, as yeah. at, you know, now and then. So, you know, 100%, you know, your reason why is a, a number one goal um, or like a, a good bit of advice to sort of get someone kick-sighted. The second bit of advice is definitely finding a mentor. You know, finding a mentor will give you the sort of the direction that you need, okay? Um, the, di- the direction that you will get, obviously, from a mentor will give you uh, an idea on how big you can scope things on how great things can become okay uh, a mentor will give you that confidence that you need uh, and also the guidance that you need so ultimately finding a mentor is probably a, a very good bit of advice i can give anyone what like i said you know all the portals that you yeah. can get a mentor from uh, and lastly to be quite honest with you the best bit of advice i can give anyone is just don't quit the reality is this right a lot of people quit before they've even started oh, yeah. right mm-hmm. and it's such a shame you borderline get upset with people because you're almost thinking well you're not the, you're clearly not the smartest person right but as time's going on the type of you know the type of people that we're dealing with the human race right it's almost like we're getting you know not as smart but we're getting dumber yeah. right and it's not necessarily that we're getting dumber but we're definitely getting more lazy Okay. And then when you get lazy, it's just sheer negligence. Okay. You're not necessarily, you know, doing the things that you know you're supposed to be doing for you to be okay or better. Um, and because of all of these little attributes, you're going, you know, you're spiraling out of control. A lot of people today are spiraling out of control. A lot of people feel like they've got mental health issues when the reality is they need to just get a grip. Okay. Understand the current situation that they're in, but don't let that determine your future you know because don't you know it's like when people say to you oh don't let your past you know determine your future it's so true just because you had a bad upbringing or you was no no not in the right area when you were born or you know whatever it may be people have that so strong like that chip on their shoulder that they refuse to move forward Mm -hmm. when really they should convert that energy into something great yeah and for them to be able to do well, because why are you now going to paint yourself with that paintbrush when you don't need to, you know? So I genuinely feel that people are, unfortunately, they don't want it for themselves as much as they once were, you know? But it's, you know, I can I can talk about this a hundred different ways. Many, many, many years ago, being polite was, it was expected. People would walk down the road and they would say hello. Yeah. Today, if you walk down the road, and say hello, you're going to get a hundred different reactions. That's okay. Um, and it's very discomforting for a lot of people. But many, many years ago, being polite and having that, you know, that lack of discipline or the rest of it was a good, uh, having discipline, shall I say, was a good thing. It was a good trait to have. People would recognize quite quickly that you're a nice person. Um, and, it, you know, there's so many analogies that I can go through in regards to this. But, you know, ultimately, you know, we are, we are in a world that is changing, right? But you want to change for the better and you don't want to go down the route of spiraling out of control. You know, 
Very powerful. Um, in closing, so I know, like you said, you mentioned earlier, you know, you do offer men- men- mentoring, mentorship programs. Yeah. Um, any final words for you for, for the audience? Um, any final words? I mean, to be quite honest with you guys, you know, I just want to let everyone know that, you know, it's nothing but love, good vibes, positive energy. Um, we've got this, right? We really, really got this. If anyone's actually looking to make additional money, you know, drop me a message, drop me a DM. I'll be more than happy to just have a free conversation with yeah. you just to show you what it's all about. Um, and I do feel like, you know, that we're going to get out of any rut that anyone feels like they're in um, because there's always a way out. So there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful-ish. Thank you so much. Thank you Appreciate very much. Thank you. Thank you.